Hey everybody, welcome to pregame and parlays. I don't know if it's plural parlays. We're still. Yeah, I we're think still it should good. be. I think it should be. Because <laughs> uh, we definitely put multiple parlays every week now. Yeah, with uh, Matt and Zach. Um, so, give you guys a little bit of an update here. Oh, I got a little of an echo. Do you hear that? I don't overhear. Okay, no big deal then. We'll move oh. on. Um, we're we're recording this on Thursday night. We're actually watching the Cowboys Bucks game right now. Um, so if anything crazy happens, you'll hear it erupt. So, <laughs> yeah, and just a whole bunch of distracted me just watching the screen and forgetting what we're doing. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's jump into a few things. Uh, we did all of our fantasy football drafts this weekend. Uh, Super fun as always. The draft is always, I think, the best part. Yeah. How many pe- How many people came over? Uh let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So I was six. So six of our league, and it's only ten. That's a good. That's a good turnout. We yeah. never got that kind of turnout. I know. Well, that's because I live in your here. fancy ass house now, and some people want to come over. We tried to host it. They don't. They, they just didn't like me. Yeah, well. <laughs> but here's no, my favorite. Awesome, here's my favorite part, though. So we have this kid Sawyer, who is Joe's. I got you call him his stepson. I don't know if they're married and stuff yet. Well, anyways, yeah, he's, he's in All third grade. Purposes, yeah, he's in third grade. Shows up to the house after football practice. Like, still has his like p- his pads on, like his, mm-hmm. his pants and everything. I mean, no shoulder pads, but. Still has like his uh, workout Under Armour shirt on, wearing uh, what are those sunglasses called? Are they called Benders? They basically look like ski goggles. They're like in fashion right now. Oh yeah, they're like the old like eighty ski goggles. Like yeah, early nineties, bright. Yeah, yeah, they're really bright. Yeah, and they're kind of flat. He shows up wearing those with his pads on, just talking shit. Third grader just walks oh, into the draft, running his mouth. Perfect age for that. Perfect age for being a sports fan is like. 10 to 13 yeah. before you like really start getting into girls. But he was, he was devastated when I took Mahomes. but he has Aaron Rodgers, So I'm going to look tonight after week one and I don't know, I, I could, I could trade Mahomes for Aaron Rodgers and pick up somebody else too. I don't know if the league would poo poo on it, but you know, you'd have to, yeah, you need to need to get a better swap on the receivers or whatever you're looking for. Yeah. Which, that's so while you had your party, I was in my cornhole league, which I'm in a cornhole league up here. We play on every Tuesday nights. Um, and I was just drafting while I was playing. So at one point, I didn't realize that I had missed my pick. I had the first pick. So when it snuck back around, I didn't realize that two picks had already been made for me. And I was looking and I was like, oh, A.J. Brown's gone. Oh, all this receiver's gone. So I picked the two best receivers on there without realizing my two that were auto-picked were all the uh, also receivers. So it was like round nine before I got a running back. It was uh, a huge mistake <laughs> on my part. So what you're saying, so you took so you took Derek Henry, the first overall pick, and then yep. it came back around and A.J. Brown was one of those picks? Yeah. Yeah, so he was. It came back around, and I didn't know it already come. So uh, he was. I kind of moved him up a few spots on my receiver like draft list in case I wasn't, you know, there to draft. 
And uh, so him and uh, some other big receiver uh, got got drafted. And then I went and got Julio Jones and someone else after that. So, yeah, I went pretty homer on my draft. Yeah, like real like real homer. And and it's okay, I guess, when your team is is really good. Hey, man, well, we're putting up 42 points a game, and I've got all the players that score. It's going to be – it's going to be pretty nice. There, yeah. There's a Bucks touchdown. Yeah, right Bra- Brady to Gronk. It just happened. To Gronk, so. was it? Damn. Yeah. And I took I took Brady over two and a half touchdowns tonight, and that's two now in the first half. So he's only oh, got to get yeah. one more. You're sitting pretty then. But I did also take that he's going to throw one to Antonio Brown, and he has not thrown one to Antonio Brown yet. So he's got got all second half. Yeah. They'll probably just run it. I don't know. That's uh. Yeah, I took I took the Cowboys plus eight. Um. Yeah, yeah, not feeling great about it. Yeah, but, I took the you know, I took the Bucks. Wax magic. I took the Bucks. I got it right before the game started. It was like Bucks nine and a half. I took that. Took the Tom Brady. Took the Antonio Brown bet, and then I took the under because I feel like week one you just got to you got to hit the under because not everyone's yeah. firing on all cylinders. But defenses are ready. Yep. Yeah. So um, one quick thing about the draft, real quick. I think it's interesting, and we don't talk about a lot about this, but it's interesting. When you start looking at how people draft, they kind of and this makes complete sense. They draft like their personality, right? So, like, exact example, you know, like laid back people, you know, take like conservative picks and like yeah, okay. shit talkers take like high flying players right away and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's 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 definitely me. <laughs> I know that I probably fall into that. Uh, it's yeah. pretty good. But you you said before we got on the air that. You you draft you did some of your your season picks, and I was making fun of you that you had to take your you took I already forgot who you took, but you took like the Giants to win that division, and then you took yeah. the Forty Nine ers or something like that. And I and I was saying you had to because you obviously are going to root for the Titans, and then your whole fantasy football team is the Titans, so you have to you had to rent other teams just so you could watch other games, <laughs> have something else to get to to watch. Yeah, some on the red zone, but. Yeah, no, those are my two like big season picks. We talked a little bit last week's episode, but uh, Giants to win the East. I just went ahead and said, let's go all the way. Um, pulled the trigger there. That was four to one. Um, and then I took the 49ers to win the entire NFC uh, and make it to the Super Bowl at six to one, thinking that really the only competition is really the Packers because I think the Buccaneers have the Super Bowl hangover that happens very often. That's my call. Yeah. That's fair. People might remember I talked a lot of shit about the Buccaneers last year too, so I'm probably just wrong. Yeah, but yeah, you got to take bets. You know, you got to take them now because you can't take them when it's already happening. So, yeah. and I, um, I didn't right. take that Cardinals one we talked about. I I, I just decided I didn't want to take it. I'll, I'll, yeah, uh, I'll grab them after they've lost one game to the Titans, and their odds are a little better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, just to give everybody a preview real quick, we're gonna I got some. Uh, NFL college news coming up, and then we're going to go over some um, of the games we're excited about this week. Um, Make a few then, picks, and then I, we got to talk. We got to talk about talk about wrestling, you know. So, uh, oh boy, do we! Oh yeah. man! So we'll Shit's save that to the crazy. end. Yeah, we'll save that to the end. We'll see. So, um, all right. So uh, here's my here's like three stories I saw in the news this week. Um, and I just want to get your reaction to him. So one of them was uh, Tom Brady basically came out and kind of implied that the league is kind of soft now and that basically you can throw over the middle and you won't kill your receiver anymore. And so like 
the league has changed while he's been in it. And the, that's fine. He can have that opinion. I don't really care. But what's interesting is that Aaron Rodgers the next day doubled down on it. So, like, you have the two premier quarterbacks both saying, like, you know, this Who is kind, kind of, of bridge that gap, too. You know, there are players that bridge that gap. That would be Aaron Rodgers would be the other guy you would, you know, ask about that. So, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers on uh, Pat McAfee's show talked about, you know, you learn growing up, especially when you first get in the NFL, that you can't lead your receivers into basically death because they'll just get right. taken off in a stretcher. And he's like, now that's not the case. Like, and he, he said he hasn't changed his game to just throw across the middle based on watching this game tonight with Tom Brady, he's thrown over across the middle a lot. So I think he's changed. His Brady's game. like, that's all of his success has been across the middle. Like to all those Edelman and yeah. whoever that guy was every that's his entire success in the last 10 years has been hitting that short crossing route. Right. Right. That's true. Fair enough. Yeah. Cause he's had tight ends. He's had those little sneaky receivers. Yeah. Gronkowski. I mean, that's, and we kind of talked about that when we, when you shared the link with me is that, that's got to account for a lot of the importance of the tight end position, right? Like you don't get all these players going to play tight end if they have to do more blocking and get outstretched over the middle. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Cause I, I used to love when a safety would just take out a receiver. Obviously I was younger and I didn't realize that these guys were actually getting hurt, but you know, like the John Lynch's of the world and stuff like that, they would just like, in college, they would call it spearing, but you know, just just yeah. taking guys out. Oh, Bob Sanders was my favorite. I mean, that dude was a lunatic safety, and you know, I just kind of have the opinion those dudes when that game was that way, they knew what they were getting into. Like we've had gladiator sports forever. Like, yeah. why why are we treating MMA guys one way about like, well, they just screw their whole body up and go do all that fighting, and we're all sad and pouty about football players who have the same thing. They it's the most glorious job in the world. There's got to be some give or take. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, so was, I guess yeah, what I, the argument should be that the union, like their unions weren't very good and they didn't like plan ahead for their insurance and no one really taught them how. So I'm glad that's in place now. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was interesting that they, they, they brought that up. Um, yeah. Staying with the NFL real quick. Did, did I send you the link of, uh, Al Davis's son's house that he's building in Las Vegas. No. <laughs> oh, you got to look at this thing up. Everyone's got to look this thing up. I can't even remember what Al Davis's son is now. The, the owner of the Raiders now. Um, um, he is building this $14 million house, which doesn't seem that big of a deal, but $14 million in Vegas is like the equivalent of like 200 million in Aspen or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's this, massive thing it basically has like wings of wings of wings and it It looks it basically looks like like a soup like a like a villain superhero built it oh yeah like uh oh mark davis like uh like a bat cave yeah like the man or the mansion not the bat cave but the mansion that the <laughs> dude has I, I i found an article that was like oh people are reacting to the house i thought there'd be pictures and there's not so um, yeah, but it, it's wild. It's very modern. It's very, yeah. um, it's very sports car like, cause I wouldn't even say it's mm-hmm. modern. Cause like a modern house is one thing. This looks like the back of a Lamborghini or something like that. Oh. It's, mm. it's wild. It's wild. So everyone should look that up. It, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So, and good I mean, for that's him. Pretty and, cool. Like, I guess I hadn't thought about that. If they went, if they like become a good franchise, which seems to be far off, but 
say they get into a position where they're like the Chiefs, like that good. Like he's the king of Las Vegas, and like king of Las Vegas is a big title. Like if, yeah. you're, if you're that guy. Well, yeah, because I mean they're just canceling people out there. Steve, Steve Wynn was the king of Las Vegas. He got canceled, you know. Yeah. So I was about you say crazy. it's a lineage that includes Elvis. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> always a fun title to be to share. Yeah. So speaking of canceling, so did you see Brian Kelly come out and make this joke about executing his team? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. And, and they, they had some jokes because I guess there's been some better deliveries of that same joke about not executing. Yeah. But then he. But it didn't come across. He didn't land that that one very well. At that all. was I think that was the offensive part of it is that he forced it like he just was like. What would you think about your execution? Execution, yeah. I think they should all be executed. Like, no, there's a better way to do that. Like, he just – yeah, that, I agree with you that the, the, the earlier ones were better. But, uh, yeah, people freaking out over it or whatever. That's That, that yeah. don't matter. I know. But I thought, I thought it was – But it was. I thought it was, it was worth the headline because it was, like, something out of the out of the ordinary besides, like, regular old – college headline stuff so oh i enjoy it yeah that was uh one of the better stories of the week for sure yeah um so anyways that's all the news i had uh so let's move on to what games we're excited about this week um and i made some notes here i picked a couple games and made some notes Mm -hmm. um so obviously the game that's going on right now and everybody it'll be over by the time everybody listens to this will be is cowboys and bucks and I'm excited for it because it's the first game, but I'm also interested. I'm interesting because I've been watching Hard Knocks, and Hard Knocks is playing into this story I had in my head about the Cowboys the whole time. Yeah, that they're that is a country club and they're soft, and I, you know, obviously it's like reality TV, so it's based in truth, but they can make it look however they want or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm like three or four episodes in, and the Cowboys look soft. They look like they're not. There's no urgency inside the locker room. I mean, people, there's competitors, but basically the whole show to this point has been Zach or sorry, Zeke eating candy. It's not like <laughs> the whole show. He's sitting on the sideline doing nothing, eating candy and just goofing off the whole time. I there's quit no- after week. Yeah, I definitely quit after week one. I watched the first episode. Um, and after that, I just stopped watching. So, yeah, I mean, I, I typically like that show. And there's normally some cool personalities you can connect with, whether they're coaches or just players or whatever. But this, there's like, it just seems like they're just all hanging out in, in Texas and just like doing whatever they want. Like even during yeah. the coaching meetings and stuff, I haven't even seen a coach get mad yet. Like they're the coaches and them are just like cutting up with the players and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm like, if this is really how it is. No wonder they're like not even <laughs> a 500 team. Yeah. Always, always falling short. Yeah. So, Anyway, so it'll be a good game tonight. We'll see. We talked about our bets we took. But, uh, yeah, so that one's interesting. Um, another one, I took, and you can jump in and say any of the ones you want to because I don't, I don't have to carry this whole thing while while we're watching the game on the side here. But the oh, Seahawks yeah. Colts. Oh, the, uh, yeah, Seahawks Colts. What, what do you think? I guess they're rushing back that left tackle the Colts uh, picked up from the Chiefs, Eric Fisher. But it's like mm-hmm. a real short turnaround from his hamstring injury. Yeah, so that's if their left tackle sucks, then that that won't be good for them, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that makes that makes for a long ass night. 
Um, but I think it's kind of cool. Like, I feel like this is two teams that we talked about are like that are kind of like on the cusp of the playoffs that could be good or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just think if they whoever wins this game kind of sets a tone that like, hey, we're here to win this year, and the team that loses is like, uh oh, do we have more problems than we thought? You know? Yeah, no, definitely. And it's um I think you're right. Those are the two cuss teams like we talked about last week. I think the Seahawks end up getting bounced by the Cardinals. Um, and then Colts, you know, if you don't win this, win our division, it's very unlikely you get a playoff spot. Um, so, well, now they open up another spot, so maybe so. But, you know, they're right on the fringe. So everyone's important there. And, um, yeah, I think I'm leaning Seahawks minus three and just assume that Carson Wentz is, sucks until he proves otherwise. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'll watch this game, but I definitely want to see the results and the highlights. You know, I'll watch mm-hmm. the long version of highlights on on uh, YouTube for sure on this one. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think I'd take the, I would take the Colts in this one. So may, maybe we come back to that one and we do a little friendly wager later. Yeah, I, so actually, I've, I've created a spreadsheet and I'm going to actually, I, I'm going to keep up with our picks for each one of these so we can actually have a running tally of how well we're doing. Okay, fair enough. Or poorly. Fair enough. Yes. Um, all right, Jags, Texans. Um, I'd only watch, I put my, my note, it says, I would only watch this game if I lost a bet. <laughs> 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 those teams are competing for the worst. One of those teams is probably going to have the worst record in the league this year. So, how you lead yeah, we week talk- one. Yeah. How you do week one with uh, those two teams teamed up, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean it's yeah interesting that a division game and but yeah Jaguars minus three they're favored by three on the road against against the Texans. Um, I mean this really is Texans like best chance for a win playing the Jags at home. Uh, you know they're not going to play many you know uh, worse teams. And I mean Jaguars first year head coach rookie quarterback. You know that team sucked last year, <laughs> like real bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not excited to watch that one. I will not even watch the highlights on YouTube on that one. I'm picking um, the Texans plus yeah. three at home. I don't even know who I would take on that. You don't have to bet them. We'll do percentages. Can I just, can I just take the under no matter what the under is, even if it's 17 points? <laughs> a blind under. All right, I'm writing it down as a blind under. Um. All right, Steelers and Bills. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this game. This feels like a game – where the if the Bills beat the Steelers, then it's like we're in a new era of the NFL, right? The Steelers are no longer an elite team, and the Bills are here for real. You know what I mean? And I think that's already true. Yeah. But week one, come out of the gate, you know, especially if the Bills blow them out by two touchdowns or something, like it's like, okay, times have changed. Right. Yeah, I think that's kind of the – because, you know, the Bills right now, they're so they're, they're six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. And it kind of feels like they're supposed to win this game. They kind of have all the pressure on them. The Steelers come in. Hey, man, people think we're going to be good, but no one's really clamoring like they were last year. Like, there's a lot of doubt that, you know, Big Ben's going to hold up. And um, he did, they just have to not get killed in this game. Like, as long as the Steelers lose by a touchdown, then it's like, okay, well, they might have a chance this season. Now, if they just start off losing 31 to 10, then, uh, you know, we got. Big big problems. They're going to be the rumor. Yeah, for sure. 
So I'll watch that one. I think that would probably be out of all the games. That's probably the one. Oh, okay. There's a couple more coming. That's going to, that's, that's my probably my second favorite game to watch. This yeah. Week. That's definitely going to be a fun one. That, that one will be, I would watch that one twice as much as uh Colt Seahawks. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's, and I'm still interested in that game too. So yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I would go – I'm going to take the Steelers plus six and a half on the road. Just they still got some pride. They're still the Steelers. And uh, these NFL games are usually close. Like, yeah. No, I'll take I'll take the Bills at six, six and a half. I think the Bills will win by a touchdown. All right. We normally don't disagree on these bets. As well. I mean, this is too hard. No, we're, we're pretty much against each other on all of them. Um, except, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So – but I think we're going to be on the same page here. Yeah. Well, there, and I'm just watching the game. There's a turnover. Oh, oh, the Cowboys turned it over. I, it looks like they. I can't tell what's happening. Yeah, they're in a thing now. Yeah. Titans anyway. minus three at home against the Cardinals. Ah, the Bucks got it. Yeah. This. Uh, this Cardinal. This Cardinals Titans game is. The number one game I'll watch this this uh, this week. I mean, obviously the Titans are going to be good. We don't have to keep. Talk- this doesn't have to become a podcast about the Titans. But I'm I'm high on the Cardinals too. So you know, I've already said I think Kyler Murray's the MVP, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know, this will be the. I think this has got to be the best game of the week for sure. Yeah, yeah, not just a touchdown game. They're basically calling us even teams uh, if we're in neutral field. Um, so. Uh, you know, I think the Cardinals are a little further off than that, but maybe not. You know, that's yeah. it, if if Kyler Murray just comes out and is explosive and makes another jump from last year, uh, yeah, they're they're going to be hard to contain with Hopkins. You know, we're familiar with him from the Texans days, but uh, their running game, I guess, isn't going to be that good. That could be the problem. Yeah, and I I wouldn't necessarily put money on this, but I'm really excited to watch it. So yeah. Um, because you know, Titans by three. If you told me that was going to happen, I wouldn't say it wouldn't. You know, yeah. Um, all right, last game real quick, and then we'll we'll talk more about your cornhole league and stuff and wrap. <laughs> so Browns Chiefs, that's going to be a good game. Here's why I'm interested in that game because if the Browns come out and beat the Chiefs week one, nothing else is going to get talked about between week one and week two. All the talking mm-hmm. heads are going to be like, the Browns are finally for real, and the Chiefs, you know, what's going on with the Chiefs? And I'm not convinced that the Browns are going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. But, it I mean, you could see the Browns beating the Chiefs, and then everyone just minds ex- explodes. But I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, no, it's. It, I think it just comes down to how you feel about the Browns. I, I was thinking, and it's, you know, not necessary to put it in a bind of – do I think it's more likely they miss the playoffs than make the Super Bowl, which I kind of do. I think this is a team that could easily just kind of fall apart. Um, and you're but I don't about, think you're that's the, the I think the reality is that they probably just maybe even win the division and then lose in the AFC Championship. And you're t- are you talking about the Browns? Browns, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, and the Chiefs just kind of rolling them, you know, if they play again. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be, that'll, that'll be a good game. I think that – I think that is the narrative for the first, let's call it, quarter of the season. The, whoever wins mm-hmm. that game, you know, Chiefs win. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, Chiefs are go- are the best team still. And then if Here the Browns go, lose, yeah. people are like, oh, the Browns are, 
you know, going to underachieve again. If it flips the other way, everyone's going to be like, the Browns are for real and the Chiefs got to figure it out. They can't just, you know, stay complacent. You know, like I just think that narrative stays around for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, you no, you're, you're, you're definitely right on that. That would definitely be the Browns winning would be the biggest storyline for sure of the NFL, pretty much no matter what else happens. Uh, yeah, because that's that puts them – and, you know, the Chiefs, that's the question. Are, did they fix their offensive line? Can they stop the pass rush like the Bucks used to get to? And, you know, if you've got uh, Clowney and Miles Garrett coming at you all day, that's uh, – gonna could, could get a little dicey for Mahomes. And if they're yeah. not trying to really go all out in week one, you know, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting, but you heard it here first that this is going to be the storyline of of week one <laughs> yep. to week two. Yep, you nailed it. Uh, yeah, Chiefs minus five and a half at home against the Browns. I think I will go Chiefs on that one. Uh, I would too, but I won't be betting that probably. Yeah, me neither. But I could see the I'll, I could see the Chiefs winning by a touchdown. Yeah, I want to root for the Browns this year. I, I haven't been able to uh, just for different reasons. So this year feels like we're pretty neutral. Um, and just go ahead and root for them because okay. Oh, rent, rent the Browns this year. Yep, yep, yep. Um. All right, so tell me, tell me about uh, tell me about this cornhole league because here's how I picture it real quick. I'm gonna let me set this up real quick. You said yeah. you basically said I can't make it. Like I'm gonna be drafting while I'm at my cornhole league. Just dropped it <laughs> casually in a text thread, like it was no big deal that you're in a cornhole league. Thought about <laughs> it for a minute. Doesn't surprise me that you're in a cornhole league. And all I could do is picture that giant bar we went to when I was up there to see you. That's completely empty. So it's like I don't know how how many square feet that bar was, mm-hmm. but it was just basically a giant square. And we sat in one corner with a couple TVs. They got they had a bar and they're just like it was, oh. just, it was just like massively large. And I just I pictured them clearing that out there being cornhole in this bar with bad fluorescent lights. And I don't know, that's how I pictured it. So how does it actually work? So kind of not far off. It's uh, it's at, it's at a place called the exchange downtown Fort Collins. So that's kind of a big open area where there's like five or six, seven bars that back up to it. So bars and restaurants and stuff like that. Um, so that's where uh, they kind of do it out in that little open area. So they've just got eight eight boards set up kind of awkwardly. It's a little too tight. Um, people walk through your lane if you're on one of the side lanes. But, you know, it's generally – it's everybody. It's a lot of college kids. It's a lot of old people. Um, we're, we're really kind of – you know, I really there's a lot of like 30s and 40s. So uh, pretty diverse little culture there. And uh, we got T-shirts, uh, like T-shirt jerseys, and everybody makes the playoffs. So. We're um, we're going at it. There's six right. of us on the team. So I, I have a lot of questions. Okay, so do you have one single teammate? No. So you can sign up however you, you can do minimum of two. We have six on our team. So the rule is once you start a throw, you have to throw all four bags, but you can jump in and switch every single four bags. So okay. you can do unlimited rotation. So generally what we've been doing is me and another guy start off the first game. We're, we're the two kind of best players. So we start off the first game, try to get a win there, and then everyone just kind of – we we just lay down and don't play the second game, let everyone else hop in and out, and then go for it in game three. 
Okay, that that answered most of my questions all in one answer. So. <laughs> Went ahead, right. got the strategy out of the way. So I have, we're I have one and two though. So I, I sound like Belichick, but I'm coaching like uh, John Gruden. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right, I got a couple stories about cornhole. So one of them is this weekend we went to a friend's house and they had cornhole in the backyard. Super generic, like nothing special. Like it is in every mm-hmm. backyard now. Um, but my but my wife, uh, my that was my doorbell. I don't even know who's coming to my door at this late <laughs> at night. Um, but uh, my wife is terrible at sports. And I would say that to her face and I'm not trying to dog her on no podcast, but she's not a sports person. She <laughs> runs. That's her, that's her physical activity, but she does not play sports. She doesn't play basketball. She doesn't play softball. Nothing that, none of that stuff. But so she started throwing bags and uh, she was way into it. And then I had to like basically drag her home. Cause she's like, just wanted to play <laughs> bags all night long. Well, she did. She kind of get the hang of it pretty quickly. No, but she had a great time. <laughs> That's what Chris is not very athletic either. And she, so she, we've been practicing, we've got boards in our backyard. So we're, we've been practicing out there. I'm trying to get her to learn her to do the arc, you know, throw a little arc in there. So I've been uh, having her kind of practice that and she's starting to get it. She's almost there. She's leaving them short, but she's not doing that flat line that hits the board and slides immediately off uh, like she was. But she had one where she just held on to it way too long. And she does this like one out of every 20 throws. So it ends up going like, 45 degrees to the left and, you know, <laughs> hopefully shorter than it's supposed to, but either way it goes into the crowd, like it goes towards people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, it was pretty that, funny. That's fun. Um, so I have another story and mm-hmm. I, I think, I think I told this, I think I told this story on our, on our previous podcast, not previous, previous show, like previous yeah, iteration. Like, yeah. Iteration of our podcast. And it's this, it's, but I'll, I'll share it. Uh, just in case I didn't, but it's when I went to uh, North Carolina for a conference. Do you remember the story? Have I told you this? I don't think so. I mean, you might've told me, but I don't remember it right now. All right. So I fly out to North Carolina years, like three, four years ago, and I'm going to speak at this conference. So I, I land in this hotel and they pick me up at the airport and they're telling me like the whole time, like, okay, we're going to play cornhole, you know, tonight. So you, are you ready? You know, do you want to play blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll play whatever. So we get together, you know, like just start of the conference. And then all of a sudden everybody from the parking lot is carrying boards in. And there must be, <laughs> there, there must be 50 different sets of boards. And so there's hundreds of people playing at a time. The whole, all the hallways in the hotel are full of boards. So as you what? go down, like you're trying to go down to your room, there's like four sets of boards going down. Oh my like, goodness. You have to like step in between a game and put your card in the, in the door and stuff like that. Can you imagine so, a more annoying noise outside your door when you're like trying to do some work in the hotel room at yeah. seven o'clock? Well, luckily, you know, they, there was a big enough conference that we pretty much took over the whole hotel. So I don't yeah, think we're yeah, well, that's good. There. And, uh, but so, you know, I, I, I decide like after I see this, I'm like, all right, I'll play. That's fine. And I go into the main room where the, where we just met and, you know, everyone sits in the audience and they have a stage and they have a full bracket projected up on, on the, on the screen. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're playing serious, like, like, yeah, single elimination bracket style. And (laughs) I went to bed at like one 30 and they were still playing and like they crowned a champion, like at four in the morning, 
finally, you know, but it was like hardcore. Yeah. And there were some, there were some guys that were real good. Like, I mean, didn't Just miss a single it. shot, did not miss a single shot. Like yeah, for those, hours. Yeah. That's uh, my cousin and I did. We entered one at a Bristol at our campground for the Bristol night race every year. And uh, we were all cocky because we were, me and him were pretty good when we were pretty good. And we got blown out of the water immediately. Single elimination. We figured we'd be there for a couple of hours, brought like a cooler and we were knocked out within like 15 minutes. We we're done. Yeah. And, uh, so that was same situation when people are really good at it. They're, they're unbeatable. Yeah. And it wasn't that popular when I was in college. I mean, we were more like a beer pong kind of yeah things like that, but Obviously, after I left college, then all people did was, you know, was play this. So, anyway. yeah, it kind of got big around the late 2000s, uh, 2000s turned to 2010, I guess. That was, I started playing it a lot in the Air Force. That's when I really got good at it. Um, and, but yeah, so that's uh, kind of what I remember about it. Yeah. But yeah, I was with you. We didn't really play in college. We beer pong and all that stuff. So, yeah. All right, so enough about cornhole. So tell us what's going on in wrestling because I watched I watched mm. wrestling. Uh, I think we didn't talk about it last week, did we? We talked about was last week talking about it, and then we were I, supposed to watch it this week. No, no, so I think it was supposed to be last week, but it was I, we were we both watched half of it. Yeah, we didn't talk about it at all, but it was just kind of a setup. I'm going to give you the login to watch this late, latest pay-per-view, Matt. It's it's over. It's I don't have to convince people of shit anymore. This is better than what you're watching. If you're not watching a big NFL or big college game, this pay-per-view is better than anything else you'll watch. It was and, and from I, start and I, to finish, it was killer. And I'm I'm skeptical. We hung out a couple of years here when you lived here, mm-hmm. and you broke down the barrier of the stereotypes of watching wrestling, which was your yeah. job. Really? But you didn't ever convince me that, that I had to think it was good. You just basically no. were like, you just need. You yeah, know, I'm just it. like, I watch it. And so you broke down the barriers. But then when I watched this the other night, it is good. It is old school wrestling, like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, like great announcing, good athletes, mm-hmm. like good storylines. It's it's really good. And I can only imagine how good the pay-per-view because pay-per-view stuff is always on the next level, you know? They all so, went out. Every everyone went all out. It was literally, I and mean, that's what it's called too. It was all out. <laughs> but it was from the first match. It got halfway through, and I had to come upstairs and like take a breather and uh, just kind of get a water and kind of just go talk to Krista for a minute and be like, Krista, this is crazy. If this keeps pace, this is going to be the, one of the best pay per views I've ever watched. And um, sure enough, it even got better at the end. I mean, it was it was incredible. And, so is the paper uh, is the pay per view like three or four hours? Yeah, it's about three hours and forty five minutes. I can kind of what what I'd probably do is I'll give you the login and I'll kind of cherry pick what you know and tell you about what time to start and get you on the bet like the top top matches. Um, so that was uh, there. There's a tag team match between Lucha Brothers and um, and the Young Bucks, and I it, it's just it's an unmatched. They was in a cage. They had a shoe with tacks on it, and they were kicking each other in the head with the shoe with tacks. Oh man! And um, and dude jumped from the 20, 20 foot tall cage. He did a crossbody off of the top, and uh, I mean it's it was nuts. That that is awesome. And it was like a forty minute match. Some dudes were were beating the shit out of each other for a while. 
Yeah, no, that's fun. Um, I'm excited because <clears throat> some of my favorite things in wrestling was like the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, was the Royal Rumble where like they kept introducing people and you had to go over the top rope? Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, you get thrown out by being thrown over the top uh, yeah. rope. And they kept adding somebody like every two minutes or something like that. Yeah, and that's when yeah. they kind of introduce old, you know, old wrestlers make their comebacks. New guys entering kind of do that. So that's so always I would, really exciting. I would love for them to figure out how to do that. I don't know if the WWE owns the rights to all of that or not, but. Um, they do. They just kind of called a battle royal. So they did a women's battle royal in this. And, okay. Um, oh, was that Brady to Antonio Brown there? Uh, yeah, it looks like 81, which if that holds up, that's. That's it. That's two bets I just won. Yep. Yeah. So since we last updated, that was that was a pretty fun little five minutes of uh, football there. Yeah, like the, two the turnovers. Cowboys, yeah, the Cowboys took the lead, and then the Brady just threw a thirty-yard touchdown. That's about forty-five. Now, what? Yeah. And now, now I'm in, now I'm in the money. So man, that's yeah you're right there and now they're yeah I've still got the cover right now but yeah that was a hell of a throw by Brady there yeah on an so now, yeah so now if I lose if I lose my over under and my bet then I still go home with basically the money I put in so not yeah. bad so um well you can watch it you're gonna you're gonna need that money because when I get you addicted to wrestling you got to start pitching in for these pay-per-views oh let's talk about pitching in I'm glad I was gonna leave this off the thing so I'll pitch in for the pay-per-view but you have to pitch in for the podcasting bills, and here here's the story. It's not that oh, big of a deal. It's twenty dollars. Let's, let's just say it out loud. How much? Yeah, no, it's it's twenty dollars for the recording software, and it's twenty dollars for our hosting website. So it's forty dollars a month. It's not a lot of money. But okay. here is what the promise I've made to myself in the last year or whatever that I'm no longer going to be the guy that just signs up because it's easy technology wise for me to sign up because. I tell you what, I signed up for Netflix because I was the tech savvy guy in my family mm-hmm. and it's been like 14 years and I'm, I'm still paying for the damn Netflix and I haven't seen a dime from any of my family. So yeah, yeah, that's, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta start that tone off quick. That's, um, me and my brother had, had something where I was like paying for his Spotify and he had HBO and then he dropped HBO and I was still paying for Spotify and now he's got my Disney login and I'm like, the, the balance is getting tilted here. But yep. I'm sure there's something he he pays for right now that I'm cheating off of him on. So. Well, and I I have nothing that's going that way right now, which is terrible. Oh, so, what's so funny is like I log into Netflix and I, I see my parents and I see my sister and a, a couple other people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like a year ago, I checked in with them. I called and I said, "Hey, do you still use my Netflix login?" Because I mean, it's literally been over ten years. And they're yeah. like, "They're like, oh yeah, almost every day." <laughs> <laughs> uh, i thought for sure i'd call somebody and they're like no i, I haven't used that in 10 years about, no. yeah i <laughs> yeah. remember when um krista's sister had it that's right i'm on j I, I am on jake's netflix so that it is kind of even so um but yeah we were on krista's sister's netflix and there would be too many people on it would boot you off so we'd get like a text sometimes like a group text to everyone who you know, her sister thought had her login and would just be like, someone needs to get off. I'm watching this thing. And awesome. we'd all like wait for a couple of minutes and then try to log back on and see if we can get back on. Yeah. I am. I am sharing uh YouTube TV right now and it, 
is three devices, but you can have like up to six families, but you can only have three devices total. So uh-huh. the, the test, the test will be the first Broncos game and see if it starts kicking yeah. us off because we haven't had any problems to this point, like all winter, all summer, it's been fine. Um, I mean, I've heard like one or two people mention, Oh yeah, I went to turn it on one night and I couldn't, but it was no big deal. But the Broncos yeah. game, so mid Broncos game, I might be unsubscribing from that family group on YouTube TV and signing up for my own, you yeah. know, and like doing the whole thing mid mid game. Cause I feel like more than three devices are going to be watching the Broncos game. Can you add devices or is it pretty much just, you have to get a new account at that point. You got to do. Well, no, it's weird. Like we went and looked in all kinds of stuff. Like if you added the 4k package, which was a couple, some more money than you, you could add more devices to the person that runs the family, but not all the people that were added. Mm. So, yeah. Well, that made it more confusing for me. So we'll spare the listener uh, any further explanations. Yeah, so. So it, it, it works pretty well, but we're, I think it's about to fail is what I'm yeah. saying. I love YouTube TV, which we don't really share our login with anybody. So I guess that never is a problem with us. But uh, yeah, no, it, I, I, I basically, it's unlimited DVR. So you just record every single NFL game, every single wrestling event, every single show that we want. Don't have to yeah. worry about it. What is nice, I logged in the other day, and no one cares about this, but I logged in the other day, and it like popped up and said, hey, the NFL season's about to start. What do you want us to record? Thursday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. It had me pick the Broncos. Um, and it, it was like, yeah, this is way smarter than other companies. This so. event or all events, yeah. Yeah. So little did people know they got dragged in. We're sponsored by YouTube TV, <laughs> so buy YouTube TV. So right. we don't have to pay our own podcasting bills. Yeah, if I can find a referral link, I will put it in the show notes. I don't know if I have one, but I'll work on that when I get done. <laughs> so I think anyway. All right. Well, that's that's all we had on our on our Google Doc. So it's almost halftime in this game. So we should wrap up so we can actually watch the second half and uh, listen to Chris Collinsworth and his terrible commentation. So <laughs> he's. I think he's good. I think he's just arrogant. Like I just don't like listen. I don't like him trying to tell me things. Even though right. I think he's pretty smart. Yeah. But I don't like so. him. Anyways, all right. We'll let everybody go. So talk to you guys next week. Adios.